You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. EJSC has opened its doors for another day, so it's time for the opening. And this morning, I'm speaking to Gary Boyson, Portfolio Manager and Director of award-winning Rand Swiss in Johannesburg. Gary, I went out last night to get a takeaway or something, and I got back at around about half past eight, quarter to nine, South African and Central European time. I looked at the S&P screen, and S&P was down maybe five points, about 0.1% or something. And then as I was watching... Suddenly it started falling, then it picked up momentum. And before you know it, the thing was down 1.3, 1 1.4% and the NASDAQ down 1.5%. I tried to find out what was going on and then it came flashing across the news wires that Donald Trump had ceased discussions with the Democrats over the COVID-19 stimulus package, the latest stimulus package, until after the election. So these drugs he's taking really are having a, a very effect on his uh, otherwise unfertile brain. So he's, it, anyway, the market came down, but it has bounced back a bit. But in the longer term, when I say longer term, you know, the next few weeks, do you think that might have an effect as people realise that jobs are not going to be saved in the very short term? Yeah, so, I mean, there's a huge amount of uh, confusion coming out of Washington at the moment. So, as you said, it was a, a flurry of tweets. I mean, there's a, a wonderful headline to to one of the derivative notes that I read in the morning saying, uh, you know, S&P dropped sharply after the election gloves came off uh, and stimulus was the casualty. But it's, um, yeah, look at, looking at it, there's just so many mixed messages. So, originally, it, it seemed that, uh, you, you know, the Trump had instructed Democrats, uh, at least instructed Republicans to cease all negotiations uh, with the Democrats. Uh, I mean, they just don't seem to be able to meet on this proposal. I mean, the, the Republicans are sitting at uh, 1.6 trillion offer, and the Democrats are at about 2.2 trillion uh, that they want in their proposal. And it's just it's a bit of an offer, and it won't match. Um, so now, with with Trump kind of uh, you know taking a step back, saying you know all, all all negotiation is off the table until after elections, he's now backtracked on that again and said, no, wait a minute, um, we can do kind of piecemeal deals, and if anyone comes to me uh, with a, with a bill that they want me to sign, where I give Americans, uh, you, you know, a $1,200 stimulus check, I'll sign that. Um, he's also extended some support to the airlines because we saw, you know, last night, obviously, Boeing was almost an immediate casualty of, of the stimulus being pulled. But now almost, you know, coming back to the table after after saying this, I think, one, either the drugs are messing with his mind. Mm. And, and two, I think it's just going to create a lot of uncertainty and a lot of, uh, a lot of volatility in the markets. And I think that's why we're seeing uh, Asia bouncing back today, a little bit muted, but, but it is coming back. And why we've got the JSE up this morning as well. Yes, indeed. And on the Stock Exchange News Service, not much today. A trading statement from Datatech and Afrimat came out with a voluntary trading statement. Afrimat's always been an interesting one. I mean, it's an aggregates company, obviously involved in infrastructure, uh, but it, it seems to have fared better than other companies. Is this one you've ever looked at? No, so we, we do look at it every now and again. Uh, you know, the, the, the volume isn't isn't huge in, in Afrimat, which makes it a little bit difficult to trade, but I suppose that's true of a lot of uh, JSE companies these days. Um, and I suppose we also have to read in the, the 5.39% uh, rise that we've seen this morning. We've also got to consider that that's also in, in quite a thin market. Um, but Afrimat is interesting. It's one of the, the, the which was uh, traditionally the, the um, construction stocks, as you say, that should benefit from infrastructure, etc. It has done exceptionally well, if you can, if you compare it to what's happened to the likes of Venge and Murray and Roberts and Group Five, and just how those companies have just imploded over the last uh, over the last say five years, yes. and I think one of its saving saving graces has been that it has exposure to iron ore as well. So it's it's got that kind of mining exposure, which is it's just set it apart from some of the other um, some of the other pure uh, construction based uh, companies. Um, but yeah, a good set of results. I mean, voluntary trading statements are always interesting. It's they they're basically just saying they want to. 
brag about uh, how well they've survived coronavirus. Yes. It's not it's not a move of twenty percent in their results, so they're just kind of you know telegraphing it to the market to kind of point out that uh, you know they they're doing pretty well, and uh, it seems to be working because the market, as I said, uh, putting the stock up over five percent this morning. Let's have a look at the spot prices. Uh, dollar rand is sixteen fifty eight. The British pound against the rand twenty one forty two. Euro rand nineteen forty nine. Euro dollar a dollar's wee bit stronger today one seventeen fifty five. It was one seventeen ninety five at one point yesterday. In fact, when we were speaking to David Shapiro, it was exactly that. The gold price has fallen on the back of that slight dollar strength by fifteen dollars an ounce to eighteen ninety four. The platinum price is eight sixty seven, having another torrid session down twenty dollars announced from the New York close. And what have I got for oil price? It's had a brilliant, brilliant week so far. And let's see if that's continued today. No, it's slightly off. Well, 1.1% for West Texas at $40.29, but still above $40. And Brent crude oil, $42.29 a barrel, which is a 0.8% move. Anything on your radar this morning in relatively thin conditions, as you just mentioned, which shares are doing well and badly? Yeah, so if we, if we look at it, yeah, as I said, Afrimat up strongly, but we're, we're seeing you know, it's another very, very mixed bag. And I think maybe everyone just taking a little bit of a, a, a wait and see attitude, uh, given given the announcements that we're getting out of Washington almost on a moment by moment basis. So we've got the likes of Anglo American uh, up uh, over one percent. Uh, we're seeing a little bit of a recovery in the, the banks and financials. So we've got Standard Bank up also over one percent. Um, you know, a little bit, a little bit of a move in the rent hedge counters too. So we've got British American Tobacco up. Uh, Point seven nine, uh, Richmond also up point uh, seven five. I think that's just on the back of that currency sliding. So as you say, rand dollar you know, this morning got towards that sixteen, call it sixteen sixty seven level, uh, with that little bit of a risk off coming through from overnight. But has, as you said, has started to moderate as as we've seen almost a, a reversal of positions uh, from the White House. So um, we are seeing a, still a little bit of strength in the rand hedge counters, but I think that'll that'll flip around quickly if the uh, if the currency does firm. Uh, on the downside, at oil price, we've got Sassel at the bottom of my watch list down on uh, 1.29%. One, 1. Uh, that's probably just feeding in directly from, from the, the slightly lower oil price. Uh, we've also got yeah, some of the retailers still under a little bit of pressure, but more and more things turning green on my screen as, as the day uh, starts to open. On my 15-minute delayed screen, I've got AB InBev up 2.1%, Capital and Counties up 2%, Glencore up one6 Nedcore is a 1.5% winner, Textainer up 1.5%. South32 is on the downside leaderboard this morning at 5.4%, Harmony down 2.1%, Pepcore nearly 2% weaker, Northern down 1.75%, and, and Fortress A down 1.5%. But bear in mind, in thin conditions, those prices have probably changed since my screen got them 15 minutes ago. Anything in the diary today, Gary? Uh, yeah, like I said, not not too much that uh, I can see coming up. Uh, I think the big thing is going to be the FOMC meeting this evening, uh, but it's it's been a thin week on data anyway. So yes. I think when we we, we had a you know we, we, so I suppose when, when there's not a lot of you know either hard economic news or we don't have uh, you know an earnings season. To, to essentially report, um, you know, you, you kind of tend to look at central bankers and politicians. So we, you know, we obviously had the South African Reserve Bank speaking last night as well, just you know, painting a picture of just how dire the economy is. And I think we're going to we had Jerome Powell speaking last night as well, but we'll get the minutes uh, this evening. Um, yeah, I think the other the other big thing on the radar today is also just uh, the results out of uh, Zeta as well. So they've they've uh, had the year end results. 
Um, and that's holding their dividend as well. So they haven't come out with a dividend. It, it hasn't affected the share price. So I think this was quite well telegraphed to the market. So they, they have been paying special dividends as they restructure the company. And the, and the results are a little bit difficult to read through just uh, with their exit from Pioneer Foods and Quantum Foods uh, yes. in June and Pioneer Foods in March. It, it makes it a little bit difficult to see through see through these results. But uh, on the whole, it didn't look it didn't look too bad. Um, but yeah, like I, I suppose we just wait and see for, I think everyone's looking forward to next week where we're going to get uh, you know u.s earnings season properly underway yeah with everything else going on it should be a, another another volatile week but this morning quite steady and just give you the s&p futures at the moment up just over half a percent to 33.72 and they were in the 33.40s uh, just before the close last night the real close 10 o'clock south african time after 40 minutes of trading gary what are the major indices looking like please on the jse yeah, so if I, okay, so let me have a look at this for you quick. Um, yeah, so if I look at the J200, that's the uh, the uh, top 40 uh, index. So we are up 0.24%. Uh, uh, so last last index level is just a touch below 60,000, 49,991. Uh, J203, which is the all share index, um, that one is sitting at, uh, let me just wait for this to come through. Uh, that one's sitting at also up 0.15%. Uh, last level is 54,286. Um, if we then move across to the um, underlying uh, sector sectors, uh, we can see that uh, the resource index is up 0.29% to 52,570. Uh, the industrials uh, also up uh, slightly, uh, up 0.38%, with the financials, as I said, leading the way, up 0.92%, uh, with the combined financials financial and industrial index up half a percent exactly. Gary, thanks so much for your analysis this morning. That's Gary Boyson, Director and Portfolio Manager at award-winning Rand Swiss in Johannesburg. And that was the opening. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.